Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Minister Joe Lewis, and again, I welcome you for another great edition of Blog Talk Radio, Free on the Inside. This morning, we're going to dedicate this show to the to the passing and the uh, Cicely Tyson. You know, she was a great actress. And if you ever seen any of her movies, you were drawn in, and you saw her passion and her love for her craft. But yet, it had a storyline. It had something it had to say. I recall some movies that I saw when I was very young, and it touched my heart. You may remember uh, some movies yourself in concerning Cicely Tyson and how she gave her all. But she also uh, she also was engaged in life, engaged in, in the events around her, current events, social events. There. You know, regardless of what we do, we ought to be engaged with our society. That's what our message is all about. That's what our ministry is all about, being free on the inside being engaged with our surroundings. You know, I do jail, prison, and street ministry. I've told you that so many, many times. But yet, I'm mindful of my brothers and my sisters that have never been to jail, that never suffered food shortages, that never been without a job any length of time. But yet, I still uh, engage with them to let them know because they've been fortunate enough not to experience these things that they too should spend some time invested in the lives of someone else. Not my life, but the life of those that's less fortunate. Mentor a young person. Teach someone some skills. If you're an accountant and you, uh, if you've been aware of a young man that's good with numbers and figures, invest some time in them, okay? If you're a homemaker and, and you know about arts and crafts and cooking and stuff and you know a young lady, uh, you ought to just say, hey, you know, uh, talk about some recipes, talk about some skills. And I'm talking about some things that we're familiar with, but it's also professional skills. Encourage someone to better themselves, to go to school, to learn a trade, to develop their God-given talents. And I encourage you to continue to listen to this program. We come to you each and every week with some powerful uh, episodes and powerful uh, stories of life uh, of men and women that's dealing in life events here. Last week we did one on Hank Aaron, you know, the past of Hank Aaron was a baseball uh, legend. He hit uh, over 715 home runs, and yet he was in, he was engaged with the community and, and all the things that's associated with it. And so Cicely Tyson also. But now we're going to have a, a induction of Cicely Tyson. This, uh, this uh, was done back in 20. 20 to the Hall of Fame. Cicely Tyson was inducted for her lifelong uh, skills and talents involved in the movie industry and social events. And so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Once again, you listen to Free on the Inside. I will call in number. It's 310-982-4126. You too could call in to the program and voice your opinion. Dreams but also fulfills the dreams of generations to follow. That courageous warrior who creates more, demands more, and makes more out of a dream than anyone before her ever dared to imagine possible. Say, Miss Cicely Tyson is not like you or me. She isn't just someone who fulfilled her dream. Miss Cicely Tyson herself is a dream fulfilled. She's the daughter of immigrants. Her father came through Ellis Island. She was raised in New York in the center of the cultural explosion that was the Harlem Renaissance. She had a sensible typing job when she was discovered by Ebony Magazine as a model. And then, thankfully for all of us, she decided to try her hand at acting. 
in her unmatched career that as of this month spans eight decades. She's a trailblazer of the highest order. Now, I can't possibly name every role she's had or every award she's received, so I'm just going to do some of the highlights. In 1963, she played Jane Foster in the CBS drama East Side, West Side, becoming the very first African-American man or woman to start a television series. She was also the very first black woman to win an Emmy as lead actress in a television movie for her amazing work in 1974's The Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. And being Cicely, she didn't just win one Emmy for that role. She won two. In 2018, she became the first black woman to be awarded an honorary Academy Award. These achievements are no accident. Ms. Tyson is known for having impeccable taste and high standards when selecting a role. She chooses only rich characters with a brand of personal integrity that match her own. She waited 30 years to have her turn as Carrie Watts in Horton Foote's The Trip to Bountiful. And for that, she won a Tony Award for Best Actress as well as an Emmy nomination when she starred in the version that was brought to television. In the words of Viola Davis, Cicely Tyson elevates every one of her moments as Ophelia Harkness on how to get away with murder, with an artistry that cannot be explained or taught. That's very true. But thankfully for all of us, it's an artistry that can be seen and marveled over. Now, Cicely's not only famous for the roles that she inhabits, but also for the roles that she's turned down. She refuses to lend her talent to any character that would degrade not only herself as an actress, but as she says, she also refuses any character that would degrade women of color in general, because that could reverberate into future generations. Think what it meant for her to turn down those roles so rarely offered to a black woman in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s. She said no to being stereotyped. And in doing so, Cicely paved a black road through a thick, unyielding white male forest with nothing on her side but courage and integrity. And now, an army of actresses of color can stroll that road today. Trail, blazer. An honorary Oscar, 15 Emmy nominations, three Emmys, one Tony, a Presidential Medal of Freedom, and oh, you know, she founded the Dance Theater of Harlem on the side. There's simply too much Cicely to distill into a speech. You'll listen to an answer from Cicely Tyson. With so each please turn on the screen, she presents a vision it. of humanity that is absolutely original and deeply universal. What she does with dialogue is an art. What she does with silence is a masterpiece. What she has done for all of us is a gift. Her dream is our reality. Miss Tyson, Cicely, thank you for going first. Because you are the first, there will be no last. It is my honor of a lifetime to induct you, my idol, my colleague, my friend, my family, into the Television Academy Hall of Fame.
I guess uh, I should speak to my mother first. She was very upset with me because I didn't go to college. But um, I want to let you know that I'm at an academy now. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope I made up for the disappointment. I want to thank God for keeping me here as long as I've been here to go to an academy. (laughs) Moments like this make me, render me speechless, I should say. Shonda, I don't know who you were talking about, but I'll accept it. Thank you for those incredible words. Those are the words that kept me going, that made me realize that that I had made the right decision about my career. It's interesting to me that I had no idea where it was going since I knew very little about show business. As children, we were not allowed to go to the movies, so I had no idea what it was that they were talking about. I learned though. I had an experience while uh, promoting Sounder. It took place in Philadelphia. It was at a coverage for promoting the movie. And one of the journalists stood up and said, Ms. Tyson, I discovered a bit of uh, prejudice in myself while watching the movie Sounder. When I asked what it was, he told me that he could not accept the fact that my son, the oldest one, referred to his father as daddy. The confusion came about because my son was black, his father was black, and he called him daddy. The reporter said the confusion and the discovery of his prejudice came about as a result of the fact that he could not understand nor accept the fact that this little black boy was 
referring to his father, who is black, as daddy, because that's what his little white sons called him, and he was white. I can't remember that I was able to ingest that without finding it difficult to to swallow. I became aware of the fact that there were some issues that I had to address. That was one. And that I would choose my career as my platform. I am extremely grateful that what I refer to as divine guidance led me to this experience and and gave me the future of my career. I made up my mind I couldn't I just could not afford the luxury of being an actress. There were some issues I wanted to address. And as I said, I used my career as my platform. That it would bring me to a moment like this is nothing that I ever fathomed. I just was doing what I felt was important for me to do. I want to say thank you to the Academy and the committee. I wish to extend my gratitude to you for selecting me for this important recognition. I've been getting a lot of awards lately. And I find myself wondering if if you all know something that I don't know. And if you do, you better share it with me. Okay? Because I will find a way to find out. Okay? I have had an incredible career. I am grateful, not the shoulders that I stood on, but the backs that I laid on and stood on. While the women in our families picked the cotton, with the babies strapped to their back. I'm grateful for them. I am super grateful that I have been here for 95 years and I don't, I can't, I have no idea who this person is. Do you understand that? I find myself looking in the mirror every now and then in St. Sicily Do you believe this? (laughs) I don't. I don't. 
but I am grateful to the Heavenly Father, to every single one of you who have held me up over these years. I want you to know that I would not be here if it weren't for each one of you. I am everlastingly grateful to the inductees that allowed me in their company. I am so grateful to be here with you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thoracic surgeon Stephen Gundry says he solved the weight loss mystery. You really have changed the way I think about what I eat. Best book I've seen on diet ever. If you've been struggling with your weight, I've got the solution for you. People at home right now are saying, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Sound too good? Oh, what a great interview that we had that was uh, about uh, Miss Cicely Tyson. You know, we're just remembering her life, a life well lived. You know, she passed uh, this week alone, uh, this week, Russell. I'm looking at some notes here, but she passed this week at the age of 96 years old. And I was just thinking about the interview that was conducted. She said, hey, I don't know why I'm getting these accolades right now. You know, because sometimes we live a life that, that that's, uh, that's pleasing to God. And we don't know why he blesses us like he do, but he do. And I just think so much as people, I see how they handling the situation during the pandemic, the unemployment, the food shortages, and how they handling their life. Uh, you know, and it's been honorable and pleasing to God. Sometimes people get a little crazy, but yet there's always a remnant that still laughs saying, Hey, I believe in I believe in, in something. I believe in my heavenly father. I believe that God is gonna work this thing out. Uh thank you thank you for listening to another great episode of uh, free on the inside on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and our call-in number is 310-982-4126. You can call in and voice your opinion regarding this show and any of the past shows. Uh, we're going to bring in a caller here. Brother Daniel's on the line here, and we're going to bring him in. Good morning, Brother Daniel. Top of the morning to you, Brother Lewis. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Welcome to the program once again here, man. Oh, you know what? The last couple of weeks, man, we had some legends uh, that were in sports and entertainment that have passed, but yet they left a life, the life that was well lived. They left a life that was full, a life that encouraged other men and women to pursue their God-given talents on the way. That she had played, uh, that she was a part of and played in. And it really was a, they were thought-provoking movies, you know. And they uh, they allowed you to uh, to just sit, you know, just say, hey, I know that uh, it's more to life than this. 
you know. So, I, and, and that's just something that as we go through life, we want to leave a legacy, man, that's, that someone else can build on, man. I want to be able to encourage someone. I want to be able to share with someone how good God has been to uh, to myself and to all that's all those that's around that surrounds me. And as we think about how good He has been to our parents and grandparents, it allows us to just continue to journey in which we're started. Do that make any yeah. sense? I'm glad you said something about that, uh, Reverend Lewis. Uh, you know, I like to also express my deepest sentiment to the family of Miss uh, Tyson. Um, I did a little research on her, and I've been watching her movies, and I watched one of them last night, and it was kind of real touching because most of her movies are uh, depicted uh, black life, uh, the situation of, uh, of a woman having big challenges in life, uh, accepting some things that most women couldn't do at the time. Uh, it also said that when she was growing up and she had a baby when she was real young and her mama didn't want her to uh, quit going to college, but she had to stop in order to work because she was married and her husband at the time didn't get along with each other, so she kind of separated from him. So she basically... Some of those roles that she really uh, protected was really in real life. You know, the struggling of, of a single parent growing up trying to take care of your child and, and all these obstacles of uh, doing race and most of the same thing, race, the race problems, you know, in America. You know, and sometimes, you know, I was taught a long time ago, life is the biggest teacher, you know. Just living uh, life every day, and and some things cannot be taught except through learning through it, living through it, you know. And most of the roles you could see, uh, it showed a lot of probably hidden pain and a lot of hidden struggles that she probably went through in order to get where she was, you know. Uh, you know, and also, you know, a lot of things where she, you know, she was depicted in a lot of, most of her roles are most of elderly women, you know. <laughs> you know, it started off a lot of young women, but later on in life, she was depicted by being an elderly lady, the, uh, I think it was the role about Miss Pittman, Jane Pittman. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. And a lot of times you ha we end up growing into uh, the roles that we ended up playing. Recall, you know, just think about us when we were younger. We did a lot of things, but as we got older and wiser, we became more settled in our skin, in our surroundings. And sometimes that happens with actors and actresses, that they have to kind of develop and grow into their role. And the roles that that that, that she chose were dynamic roles there. You know, she gave a, her little uh, 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 testimony and her acceptance of the award was saying, hey, I just didn't pick anything. You know, Ricky, that's a life lesson right there. That we just shouldn't be yeah. tossed to and fro by everything that's happening here. I'm gonna do this one one month. I'm gonna do this another month. Last year I was doing that. This year I'm doing this. You know, and that's great to do some of those things, but we ought to find something that we can sell in, something that reflects our. Well, you remember, you remember, Jody? You remember when we were growing up? 
And me and you were going to the movies. We see all these roles between, uh, what a name, uh, all these black factation movies they had yeah. during the early it's 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of uh, stars at that time, they didn't get roles in Hollywood. So basically when these roles came up, they mostly took them and didn't think twice about it because they were really hungry, man. You know, uh, when the roles come up, you had to take them. Either that or either starve or either just take some other role that came up and you wouldn't take top billing for it. So basically, she was choice, and she had the chance to be choice because, you know, there's a lot of things, man, I wouldn't do for money, man. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have a little pride in things. You know, and if you look back at some of these movies, man, uh, uh, some of it was a lot of sexual content, uh, nudity, a lot of drug use, a, a lot of bad words, cussing. You know, you know, maybe that was part of our culture back in those days. But still, you know, for her to to be like that, you know, and then I'm, I'm going to put it like this, too. You know, she married a guy named Miles Davis, man. <laughs> yeah, she married Miles, man, and, man, she, you know, he was a cusser, too, man. <laughs> and he had, a, he had a real rough Miles, too, Jody, man, you know. And, and for her to tame him, and she tamed him, Jody. She tamed Miles, man. I mean, she probably the only one that really, you know, got him to uh, settle his mind down because he was kind of, if probably he, she hadn't, you know, teamed up with him, he probably wouldn't have lived those extra six or seven, ten years that he lived. You know, not saying that we got a choice of how long we live, but it's a pace in our life that we're going through. If somebody don't come along and kind of, Slow your road down, man. You know, don't tell him what would have happened, you know. So, you know, you know, everything and everything comes and God has a purpose for everybody in life, you know. No matter what the the particular moment or time, you know. And her time was just being and being a big inspiration for all young women. And I know one of those on ladies, I used to thought she was uh, Sister Tyson's daughter. You remember some of the, the young girl was off in some of these uh, Tyler Perry movies? Yeah, I can recall. I never thought of her. I think her name is Elise, Elise, Elise something. I can't call her name on there, but she's an excellent a- actress, too. And uh, that was kind of, Sister was kind of like her mentor, you know, and she kind of patting herself after her, too. You know, and it's it's one of the biggest uh, biggest things for a person to uh, say that you're the mentor, and you kind of steered me in the right direction, and told me to do a certain lot of things when nobody else would come up and ask me. You know, you know, uh, I remember when I was first started wanting to learn, you know, how to play music and take pictures and stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of people know how to do things, but it's a lot of people that just won't come and grab you and put you up on their arm and say, man, I'm going to tell you, show you something, man, without wanting to charge you money, a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, and have you be like their uh, apprentice. You know what an apprentice is, Jody? 
Yeah, yeah. I said that you're like a, a gentleman. You know how like a guy when he first start learning about being an electrician or a plumber, they got this thing called being a journeyman. Well, you go in there and you follow this guy around. and say, go in my truck and go get this and go get that. And you say, all the time, you stay running, ripping and running. You know what I mean? And then you might tell you to go out, go out there and get something else. Say, man, what's wrong with it, man? You know? But that's the way some people are taught it ought to be teachers and it ought for you to learn things. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, Brother Daniel, yeah. you were saying that there, because you need someone to help you hone your skill and your talent. In order to do that, you have to kind of you know, work in the trenches. You know, you might see it as just being a gopher or just a, or someone that's running errands, but if you're developing your talents yeah. and your skills and, your, and, and, you know, and you learn how to weather the storm and know how to think, uh, uh, think for yourself. And, those, uh, and if I tell you something else, Reverend Lewis, it also goes like that in the in the ministry field. You know what I'm saying? It's the same way too. You know, you got a minister that he gets you, and you almost like he's a. I guess you say you caught you you you're carrying his mantle. You're going to inherit his mantle. You know, you look in the Bible. A lot of those guys, man, that's what they did. They followed yeah. the prophets around. Yeah. And guess what? They yeah. were honored for that too, and they received a, a portion of what God had for him. As you talk about the prophet, you, I know you're re- referring to Elijah and Elijah. How you know? Yeah. He, you know, he said, "Well, if you, you know, you hang out with me, God will bless you." He said, "I'm not going to leave you." Even when the prophet told him, "Hey, you done, you done already maxed out. You're good to go on your own." He said, "No, I'm not going to leave." You. And Ricky, you know, that's saying volumes there because when, when people train us and pour into us and help us achieve portion of our goal. We're so quick to run out. I don't need you no more. I think you know, I think I'm better than you. I'm more sharper than you. But you have to realize, hey, all your knowledge and your training started out with them. And so even though you yeah. may end up on a different path, you still have to honor them. Or you still should honor them. Because Jesus said, hey, yeah. you know, the disciple is no greater than the teacher. I don't care how sharp I yeah. got, but hey, you know, you started me on this journey here. I still value your opinion. I have elderly men in the gospel and and uh in the uh, uh in society and relationship that I honor that taught me stuff. You know, they are old now that they can't do things they used to do, but I still respect them. Because I see the value yeah. that, that was in them and I see the value that's still embedded in them. And we have to be careful of that and we gotta be mindful that our young men and women don't they don't see that right now, but give them time, Ricky. They'll look back and say, "Boy, Brother Daniel was good. He can't do what he used to do, but I remember how he was good at his craft, and he was patient, and he was kind. So in turn, I'm going to be patient and kind. That's all. That's a legacy that we can live, uh, leave behind. Brother Daniel, I want to play some more mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, of something about Cicely Tyson here, uh, because we want to uh, dedicate this show to her, and this is a Another award that she had received back in 2018, they were honoring her with an Oscar at the Governor Award in the year 2018. And so we're going to pause here for a minute, and we're going to go ahead and do that, and we'll be back with you shortly. Thank you. 45 years ago. I was offered a movie entitled Sounder. 
It was the first major movie that I would have done in my career. On the way to the airport to fly out here, I stopped by a very close and long time dear friend's home to share the news with him. I said, I'm going out to Hollywood to do my first big movie. He looked at me and he said, and you're going to be nominated for an Academy Award. I laughed at him. And I said, and if I am, you will fly out and you will be my escort. I was nominated and he flew out to be my escort. The event was held on his birthday. When I received a call from my agent telling me that he had some good news for me, I assumed that it was going to be that I was to receive an Emmy Award for a segment that I had done on how to get away with murder. I had been nominated four times. And so I said, well, I guess they decided they finally are going to give me one this time. <laughs> so he said, Robert said, but he wants to tell you himself. I said, he who? The Academy. The Academy. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he said his name is Miss DeBay. And I will put him on. And so Mr. Bailey got on the phone, introduced himself, and said, Cicely. It gives me great joy to tell you that yesterday the Board of Governors, all 54 or 50 of them, decided to give you an honorary Oscar. Well, To tell you, I just went to water. I could not say a word, and I have to tell you, I don't recall ever receiving any information that sent me into such, I call it Niagara Falls, because I couldn't stop. And you can ask Mr. Bailey himself. He'll tell you, I couldn't say a word. All I did was cry. 
I cried and cried and cried. I said nothing. I don't think I said thank you. Mr. Bailey, where are you? Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance, but I could not. In any case, I returned to uh, New York, and I uh, went to my friend's home to share this news. He wasn't there. And so I called. And I called several times. It's very unlike him to receive a call from me and not respond immediately. And so finally, I decided, oh, never mind. I'm going to tell you the story. And I reminded him of what he said to me 45 years ago. I said, I want to share something with you. This time, I have it. And this time, I am asking you to repeat your performance and escort me to California to accept this treasure. Not realizing that he was ill and that he was in the hospital and that he never got my message or my invitation for him to escort me, to accept this incredible honor. His name was Arthur Mitchell, and he passed two days after that. I know, however, Arthur, wherever you are, that this was what you were promising me. And I want to thank I want to thank the members of the Academy, the governors, every single one of you who have made it a point. We'll listen to a remarks made by the late Cicely Tyson regarding the Governor Award that she received back in 2018. And I was just sharing with uh, with uh, Brother Daniel that's on the line here, how we ought to be mindful of the people that we in the county and the people that went with us and that that are with us on this journey of life here. We shouldn't get so overwhelmed by the accolades and the well wishes that we forget about those that, that was in the trenches with us. And as she was saying that, hey, we talked about this many years ago. And if this ever happened that you said, I, I want you there with me. And, you know, that's a legacy in life that we are all out to live. I do not want to get out of here. I don't want to get out of here without thanking someone for helping me. For it was amazing grace that saved me. For I was blind. I was blind. I was, I was deep in sin. And yet, but someone encouraged me that you could be more than what you even think that you did. And not to tell me that you don't have to go be tossed to and fro by everything that happened. I'm talking, let me talk about this toss to and fro. Just because I got mad on the job don't mean I go home and be mad too. I'm taking that I'm taking that anger to the house. And then wait a minute, I'm at the house, I'm mad now. But I go to the grocery store, I'm mad. You know, I'm being tossed in, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, which is uh, bad or good. 
just how people say that, hey, you you better than sliced bread don't mean that you should think that you are, that you're the cream of the crop. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a person just like you. I have my ways, whether they're good or bad. But thank you for the accolades. Thank you for the well wishes. But uh, I want you to know that the same thing that happened to me can happen to you. No, that's what mentoring is about. That's what apprenticeship is about. Brother Dane was talking about that earlier. You know, we all not live a life where we're not encouraging someone else. You know, uh, I taught a young man some time ago how to change a, uh, a flat on a tie, on, on a car, rather. And I've got to thinking, someone showed me how to do that. And I, I you know, and I couldn't get angry because this young man had never experienced that. Here you are. You're almost 20 years old, and you don't know how to change a tie. Of course he don't. He didn't have no one to take time out and teach him those things to her. But yet, when someone teaches him that, he can actually be successful and pursue the career that he's at. He can make it to the job. He could go to school, you know, just because he's able to change a flat. You know, you, you know, uh, just think about those, those little things. You know, I was watching a movie the other day now, and uh, I like the title of the movie. It was Denzel Washington. It's a new movie that he have I call the uh the little things. And you know, it's the little things that define us. Sometimes we're looking for something great big thing that to change and, and to shape our world here. But it's those little things, those little foundations, those little things of when you were a child, people nourished you and took care of you and they love you. That's those little things there. When you didn't do very well that you was you was punished and you were chastised for it, but they told you that you can't be successful. It's those little things that makes a difference. It's those little things that when you taught this young man how to change a flat, and now he he'd have a uh, he have a career. It's those little things when you took time out with that little girl and that and that family, you helped them. It's those little things that matter as you go through life. I want you to think about those little things, being nice and kind and gentle. And, and concern about other people. It's those little things that matter because it's those little things that brought about those big things in your life. We're going to bring in Brother Daniel here. I want to thank you once again for listening to our weekly podcast, Free on the Inside. And you know, uh, at Free on the Inside, man, that means a lot. That, means, that speaks to me. And I pray that it speaks to you too because, you know, we no longer have to be held hostage by our, our past life experiences, Things that we've been uh, that we have encountered on a day to day basis, those things do not define us. Matter of fact, those things help make us who we are today. I want you to have that freedom that allows you to get out of that mucky mire and stand on the solid rock and praise God for everything that He's done in your life. Paul said, "Hey, I learned to be content in whatever state I'm in. But I have a lot. My bank account is fat. It's busting. I'm gonna be content." When my money is funny and I have no money, I don't know what uh, if I can pay this bill here. I'm gonna be content. I mean, I'm not gonna be overwhelmed by the situation. Yes, having a shortage is stressful, but do not let it overwhelm you. Yes, all these things come at us like a storm, but yet God is able. Remember that. Remember that. And as you're thinking about the life of Cicely Tyson, a life well lived. She said, hey, she took roles that helped define her. She took roles that benefit her and, and uh, her community and society. I want you, I want you to take on a role in life that not only audible and pleasing to God, but 
but benefit and help your family and your community. Brother Daniel is going to come in here, and we're going to continue this line of conversation here. Brother Daniel. Hello. What's up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Oh, you know what? I'm just thinking about Cicely Tyson and all of the uh, black actors and entertainers, you know, when we were younger, uh, how we emulated those guys and, and how we pursued that type of career. But, yeah, we had men in our neighborhood that was just gifted and talented, too, man. I recall. Pause, man. You know, I recall how someone told me not to be uh, too frustrated about missed opportunities because they will come again. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Sister she probably mm-hmm. passed up for a lot of roles. You know, she spent a lifetime in the in the entertainment industry. Guess what? A lot of roles was passed by her because of her uh, her take on some things, because of her color. Because they didn't think that she had. Yeah, also, uh, Real Lewis, it's almost like an image part of it. It's, you look at it, uh, I would say like uh, Hollywood and fashion and beauty, it mostly had a look about it that basically these uh, movies, producers, or uh, uh, fashion companies, or whatever wanted to try to install that this was us being beautiful, uh, blackness, or uh, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes she didn't really, uh, she didn't really set that tone for really what way they were really were trying to do. In fact, uh, Miles Davis put her on his record album. And that was one of the first times I ever saw a black woman wearing an afro you know, just a natural hair. Her hair was natural. And basically, she was there. We all black people. We are. We got nappy hair. There's nothing wrong with having nappy hair, Brother Lewis. You know? Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with That's what God made us. That's the way God made us, you know? But uh, she was just her, you know? No other hair was put on it. You know, she didn't wear too much makeup, you know, on the movies. Uh, Every role I've seen her in, she was basically like a playing a mentor, a, a great woman that did something great in life. And then when she got to be an older woman, they still held on high esteem, you know? Yeah, all her roles was like that almost, you know? And she was always looked up to in the, in the movies, too, you know? So uh, I look at it like it's supposed to be like a springboard for other actresses, and you know, I, I was I was looking at something last week about uh, how um, a lot of these rappers and stuff was talking about how there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the music business, and you know they make these videos and stuff like that, and. And uh, a lot of uh, those people were talking about how it's getting kind of carried away about some of the things what they're doing and what they're saying on these records right now. You know what I'm saying? So um, one of the, one of the main rappers of this, uh, he said he wanted he didn't too much really like what this particular rapper did. So then everybody came up, and like you said before, all we want people all we want to do is bring back Kill Pass. You know what I'm saying? 
It brings back your past. Well, you did this when you was young. But life is like a springboard. It's like a deal. We are t- all the time learning from our mistakes. You understand, Brother Lewis? Yeah. We're learning and from our mistakes. You know, that's why I was saying and that. No matter what we do in the past, eventually we all going toward the finish line trying to correct all the mistakes that we have done in our past. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. basically you cannot judge what a person has done a long time ago and to what they might be today. And the Bible tells you when you get saved, you're a new creature, right? Yeah, you're so true. Hey, Brother Daniel, I, you know, as you was talking about those things there, as we're in this society today, and people seem to want to do what seems to be right in their own eyes, and we're speaking of biblical things here, you know, the mindset of the nation, of the country, of the community, man, is that everyone just do what they can for themselves and not concerned about the needs of other people. As we pause and for a moment here and think about black history, black history is you and our history. You know, those are things that our forefathers had, had spent their life and shed their blood that we too could have a place to live. And as we talk about how how people are not investing their time and their talent and their energy into their, their uh, community or even their, uh, their career. You know, because people just want to feel like, hey, I just need to get all I can while I can. And and, uh, and so be it if, if you miss out on yours. And, you know, this is a time for us to reflect on, on how good life has been to us and to help someone else. You know, I do a uh, uh, ministry, feeding and clothing and all that other stuff. And I've never seen so many people that need it so, at, 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 at such a time as this. And not only in need, not only is there a physical drought, but there's also a spiritual drought, too. People are in need of spiritual healing, spiritual edification, and spiritual in, in, embodiment, you know? Because some people have lost hope. Some people that just gave up on life as a whole here. We can tell just by people starving the capital. I'm dating this here on our podcast here just a couple of weeks ago. People just assaulted the White House. Can you imagine at such a time as this, Ricky? And all the things that's going on, people still say we want to we want to uh, usher in a government that doesn't want to meet the needs of, of people. But how can we combat those things, there? What can we do? What can we do to uh, to change the mindset of a nation and a community? We have to be engaged. Not so much in the physical sense, but in the political sense. I think, you know, that we need to uh, continually to look for men and women in the, in the political arena to meet the needs of those people that's less fortunate, those people that are striving to do better. I know, I know, I know there's some always some naysayers out there. Some people say that things are going to always be what they always done and, and this race is not getting what th- what they should get, and that race is getting more. And those things are true. But we shouldn't focus so much on those things, sir. As our ancestors did, and as they encouraged us, child, it's going to be all right. Just keep your head down, keep your hand to the plow, and move forward. And that doesn't mean to just continue to do what you always done towards that goal that you uh, uh, that you. 
uh, that you uh, believe in that you invested in. Do you know what I mean? Continue to just follow your God-given talent. We're going to continue to uh, honor Cicely Tyson for her passing. She was 96 years old. She was a great entertainer, great uh, pursuer of, of, of her God-given talent and stuff. And so I, I just think about her life and how it ought to encourage me and you to be all we can be. You know, we're in February, which is set aside as Black History Month. So we're going to bring up uh, uh, some storylines of some of our patriarchs that uh, laid a good foundation. You know, we do this each and every year, and we pray that you are being blessed by what's going on and that you've been in care. We're going to bring up some uh, uh, black men and women uh, which you're familiar with, and then we're going to bring up some that you know very little about, you know. But yeah, there's something to spark your curiosity because, you know, we are, as a black race here, we're very gifted and talented. You know, it's, it's also for the Jewish and the Caucasian and the Hispanic. But yet, as a black race, we ought to honor those men and women that have uh, had, had met the challenge and they were successful. You know, uh, a lot of us ride the bus. A lot of us have rode the bus at one time or another. And we think about this, uh, you know, about the lady that had to, uh, back, had to ride on the back of the bus. And because of what she had done, allowed us now to be able to sit anywhere we want to on the bus. You know, there was one time that we couldn't live in those fancy houses and we couldn't go to those nice restaurants because of what someone did in the civil rights movement allowed us to do that. It was one time, check this out, one time that we couldn't marry anyone outside the race without being ostracized or I'd be, or without say life being threatened. But now we can do those things now. So let's not take those things for granted. And let's be very mindful of those things. And, 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 and as we go through life, let's help encourage one another and encourage ourselves also. You're listening to Free on the Inside, a weekly podcast to involve you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you could be, to challenge you to help someone along the way. It, it challenge you to live a life that's well-pleasing, to challenge you to... Uh, and help someone along the way. Guess what? Because you didn't get to where you're at by yourself. Someone help you. Yes, yes, yes. You're doing great. People know who you are. But guess what? One time you wasn't like that. One time you were struggling. One time people told you that you wouldn't be where you are today. But you believed in yourself and someone else believed in you also. So what? Pass that on. Pass that on. You two can call into the program. Uh, just make, uh, uh, just, uh, Mark this number at number three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. I want you to put that in your uh, directory, and each and every week call in and just share your opinion regarding the show. That number is three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. And we have a very large archive. I want you to go to uh, our uh, website there, the Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Free on the Inside podcast and look at all the past shows that we have been able to do and you and see if there's something that'll catch your catch your attention and, and your curiosity and play it and just say hey what can I do we got some numbers that's a link to some of our guests give them a call and say hey are you still engaged in what you with what you talked about help me to uh, to pursue some of the things that I've been doing I you know what what happened is with this program. 
we have an open line of communication. So I encourage you to call up some of our guests and get involved in some of the ministries in which we're sharing with you to help change a life. You know, I, I was just thinking about Cicely Tyson. It's some young black lady that saw her. Some young lady that that wants to have an acting career like hers. Some young lady that is pursuing her God-given talent and wants to be successful. And someone said, hey, you too skinny. You, you, you don't have a proper language. It's just something about you that just that sort of meet what uh, our desired effect for the audience. And don't give up on those things. Now. Just keep striving. Keep going. Keep working those things out. And guess what? You too shall be successful. If not in front of the camera, maybe behind the camera. You know, you can always do something different. Maybe as a writer. Hey, I couldn't act, but I got great ideas. I can write plays. I can write storylines. You know, you don't have to just get X'd out of one career. And guess what? And once you develop that secondary career, maybe you can switch over to the first. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Because there's always, always way of doing things. I think we have Brother Daniel on the line. Brother Daniel. Hey. All right. Man, yeah, man, man. I'm real interested, man. You know, uh, for a couple of days, man, you know, we've been losing a whole lot of, you know, people, man, uh, giants in the music field and movies and you know, whatever, man, you know, athletics. You know, we lost Brother Hank Aaron. You know, last week we lost Charlie Pride. You know. So, uh, you know, you know, it's just, it just be like it's, it's just, you know, it's just all part of life. You know, uh, when I was a, when I was a young guy, man, young man, uh, I really wanted to try to uh, figure out what direction I was going to go in. And, um, my main thing was, you know, I was raised by kind of like by elderly people. You know, my grandmother, she talked to me a lot, and she told me a lot of stories about things that happened back in the late 30s and the 40s, how, you know, they would be hungry and they wouldn't have no food to eat and Sometimes, you know, uh, they say the daddy had so many children that uh, when the girls got a certain age, he mostly had to try to marry them off, Brother Lewis. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why a lot of them used to got get married real young in life, man. Some of them got married when they was 15 years old, you know, because it was too many people. This was doing during the present time. You know, I've been seeing a lot of movies, man, about Oh, 1930s, man. Back in the 1930s, man. That was some yeah. trialing times, man. You know, brother, brother Daniel, we got to get out of here, man. Our time is about up. Hey, I want you to hold on. We're gonna talk about some other things that's associated uh, with our black culture and with black history, man. You know, this is fair word, man. We're gonna honor our black patriots, and then we're gonna honor our uh, participants that's doing some things that are making a difference in society. As we get ready to get out of here, we want to be very mindful. This program uh, is dedicated to Miss Cicely Tyson. Uh, 
a patriarch and a and a a, a great uh, actress and. The passing of her definitely left a void and an emptiness in the life in the theatrical uh, arena, and so we thank her. Uh, we thank God for her gift and her talent for allowing her to us for just a season. And so we want to be very mindful that the things that she had done, the platform that she was able to present, is still uh, uh, acceptable today, and we still want to continue the things that what she has started and what people have started that surround her to be involved in the community, to give back, and to encourage someone else along the way. Thank you, Brother Daniel, for being a part of this program once again, and looking forward to you being uh, back on the program with us next week as we continue to uh, share uh, with our listening audience that they too can be free on the inside. As we get ready to get out of here, we'll leave out with a word of prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Dear Lord, we thank you, dear Lord, for another opportunity, dear Lord, to share with our listening audience what does say the Lord and what does say society. Dear Lord, we pray that men and women that listen to this program have a sense of freedom, dear Lord, have a sense of, of achievement and, 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 and accomplishment in their life, dear Lord, that they pursue those things, dear Lord, that you put your, their hands and their hearts to do, and that along that journey that they're able to help someone. Dear Lord, let them enjoy the balance of this day. And look forward to them being with us again next week. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. You're listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside. Minister Joel Lewis and co-host Brother Richard Daniel. And uh, be safe until we meet again. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>